Welcome to the Winning Drive Podcast, where Parkland USA employees discover the tools, strategies, and resources to increase safety, productivity, and success. Here's your host, Ben Fanning. Thanks for being with us today on another great episode of The Winning Drive. This one's all about staying motivated during tough times with the reigning operator of the year, Dwight Brown. Now, a couple weeks ago, we aired the first part of this interview. You're going to want to go back after this and check that out. In fact, there are so many insights and helpful tips and strategies. We actually had to break it up over two different episodes. So what are you going to discover this week? Well, here you go where Dwight's inner drive comes from, how to stay motivated even when you have to miss your kid's birthday, Dwight's favorite thing about working at Parkland, and where he sees so much opportunity for himself and others working at this organization. You're going to get Dwight's secret sauce to being great at customer service, which was one of the big reasons that he won Operator of the Year, and then a powerful example of teamwork uh, you're gonna. This may be a surprise to you where he goes to for this powerful example of teamwork. So make sure you check that out. And then how to win as a team. And then the last part of this: why he likes mentoring so much, and how you can do it too. Enjoy. And before we jump into the next episode, here's a little bit of news. As a reminder, Parkland Pledge is up and running. Give where you live with money that you can donate to the charity or nonprofit of your choice. Go to Parkland Path for more information. It takes about five minutes to donate, and the funds help make a difference in your local community. We are looking for more drivers. That's right. Employees can earn up to $2,000 in referral for successful candidates. Know someone with a CDL license who could make a great employee for Parkland? Let your dispatcher or people and culture manager know. Now, on to the episode. One of the things you mentioned was, you know, your drive, you know, to, to, to for hard work and whatnot. When maybe you have a challenging time, maybe you're missing a birthday party or something and you're out, or maybe you've just been driving a long time and multiple days in a row. What do you do to keep yourself, sort of pick your spirits up and, and get you going and, and keep you focused? Well, it's kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard because, sure. I, you know, you, you got to think about, you know, I have little ones at home. My youngest one is seven. And oh. if you miss a seven-year-old birthday party or a 13-year-old you know, or my 16-year-old, 17-year-old, it's okay. Maybe he understands. But the 70-year-old, to miss it, you know, it's kind of hard. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of hard. And then, so you have to do a Zoom and then do it with the cake there and do it there while you're on the road. So you have to mentally think about why you're doing it. You're doing it, everything you're doing that we all do out there. We don't do it actually for, I don't do it for myself no more. I do it for them. So when I wake up wow. in the morning, I actually wake up for, to make sure my family, you know, can have the things they want. And so I'm doing everything for them. So that's what actually gives me that drive. Man, that's so important. The fact that you got that kind of clarity, you know, on why you're doing it every day, it yeah. adds a whole nother level of meaning and purpose. Uh, that is really cool. Um, I mean, who want to wake up at three o'clock in the morning? Who want to wake up at four o'clock in the morning? I don't think no one would want to do that. Who want to work overnight and 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, no one wants to 
to it, but why yeah. you have to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. When you're pulling those early and late hours, it's helpful to have your family in mind, no doubt, right? Yes, just to put a roof over their head and to make sure they have what they want. Kids go to school to get the proper education and, you know, not out there seeking nothing else. Give them what they want. So you have to sacrifice, you know, it's no longer for you, you know, it's out of there. <laughs> well, what's the, so on a little bit of a different note too, Dwight, what, what's your favorite thing about working for Parkland? My favorite thing is when I, Parkland was introduced to me, they mentioned diversity. When a company comes in and mentions diversity, it's very big to me. Very, very big. Very, very big. Because mm. that means no matter who you are, you know, your values or whatever, you can bring it to the table and, it, and you can grow no matter who you are. So that's very big. So, you know, it's been good working with them. I'm, I'm willing to go all the way with them, you know. So it, that diversity thing just, when Laura mentioned that to me, I said, okay. And she says, five years, you're working for Parkland. I, you know, all these guys moved up and moved up. And no matter who you are, your race, your religion, whatever, it doesn't matter at the end, you know, it's, uh, you know, we all succeed, you know? So that was big to me. So Parkland has been good. <laughs> That's cool. It sounds like you just have a sense of optimism about it. Like, Hey, where things are headed, but just yeah. the word that popped in my mind, you didn't say it, but it just came to my mind when I was listening is, is it sounds like you feel like there's opportunity. It's not just your exactly. current success. It's where things are headed. Exactly. If you see opportunity, you want to be going with that person that's going to take you to that next level. You know, yeah. so, you know, I'm not going to, you're not going to be around no one that's not going to take you to that next level. So I see Falkland coming in can take Tropic Oil to that next level. And I'm willing to be on that train with Parkland. <laughs> that train or that truck yeah. or that tractor. Yeah, right? Whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> Where's it going? Yeah, wherever, wherever they, you know, I'm willing to go all the way. And, you know, and everything I do, I do it 110%, you know? Well, what's, so you're, you've got a reputation for being like a, like a ninja with customers and just being really, you know, being really strong with them. And in fact, you know, I heard a quote or read it that they were looking for some, I guess, some feedback on you or from who the operator of the year should be. And one of your customers said that they were going to get upset if they didn't give it to you. So they're basically, <laughs> they're advocating <laughs> on your behalf, which is the ultimate, oh I guess, endorsement from your, from your customer. So for those listening today, what's your secret to developing such strong relationships with customers? Ben, I can tell you just being humble and pretty much that's it. Being humble and knowing that the customer is always right. And I mean, going out there to actually please your customer, you know, and make sure it's done. Whatever your job, do it, do it safely. And that's a key factor. They don't want any spills. They don't want anything. And you don't, you got to think too. You don't want to cost the customer any money. You don't want to cost the company any money. So you're doing everything safe and communication. Communication mm -hmm. is a big thing with everything. So, so, you know, I don't know. I don't know yeah. why they like me, but you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm grateful. I'm grateful. <laughs> grateful. Humble. Boy. <laughs> 
you just have that charm, I guess. Well, uh, not all of us have the Dwight charm, unfortunately. <laughs> Me included in that. Do you? Uh, but one of the things you said there that stuck out to me too is this thing about communication. Now, it can't always be easy because sometimes what your customer may be communicating, you may not want to hear, or it may not be positive. What? How do you handle that situation when the con when the communication isn't always uh, rosy and uh, happy stuff? You still have to be happy. You cannot let that change your mood because oh. that'd be very unprofessional of you to do that. I mean, even if the person, the customer, the chief engineer is angry or whatsoever, you cannot be angry. You cannot be angry. There's always some way to fix the problem. So you have to figure out how to fix the problem. So, you know, you have to be able to fix the problem. You just have to. I mean, I don't, you know, every circumstances and situation is different. So whatever the situation is, you have to be able to fix it. Wow. And so what's your, so if you, if you thought about all the problems you hear about from customers, is, is there one that seems to come up a lot and, and what do you do to, to handle it? Other than, of course, stay calm. <laughs> that's the yeah, first they, thing on your list. A, ben, I don't know. Just stay calm. And I don't know, because, you know, Everything is, every day is different. You don't know what you may face up against. So, you know, I don't know. You just got to just be calm. That's it. And just be smooth about everything. You know, I don't know. I don't know how you can fix it. Just try. Just try your best. <laughs> yeah. And I suspect that's a time when you're glad you're not alone and you got a team, right? Yeah. You're a team player. You just got to go out there. I mean, everybody plays a part into everything. Oh my, all, everyone, no matter what am I doing, I always involve my team. I don't just go in and do it by myself. So I go and involve my team to make it happen. That's the key thing. Team, 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 team. I, I can't preach it much more. It comes down from dispatching. It comes down from the drivers. Everything is a team. Communication to the dispatchers. Everything, everything is a team. You know, your dispatchers has your back, you have their back. You know, they could count on you to go out there and get the job done, you know, then you have to go out there and get the job done. So everything is team, 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 team. I so, can't preach that more. So what do you do in a situation? So you got your dispatch, you got your team and all this, all this, you know, the, this, this group. And I mean, how do you maintain those relationships? Because I got to believe, you know, you're on the road, you're not seeing each other, right? You're probably communicating over the phone and whatnot. No, we see each one other and communicate uh, communicate over the phone. I mean, okay. just the relationship you keep with them is actually, I don't know. They're my friends. They're, we all uh. are family. We're all a family. We, you know, down to dispatches. To me, these guys is like my family because, you know, I spend a lot of time with them, more time with them than my family at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they got to be your family at that point, right? Yeah. Just put a lot of, uh, a lot of QT together. A lot of quality yeah, I'm time. I'm with these guys in the rain. I mean, with these guys on Christmas. I'm with these guys on New Year's. If the job, is, we have to work. So these are my family. You know, it's, it's not coworkers high and by. This is not a, a corporate world out here, being yeah. out here, doing what we're doing. <laughs> Man, that makes it special, though. I mean, yeah, you're going to be spending a lot of time. Might as well like the people you're working with and depend on each other. 
It's kind of like you know, when you've been through something tough, you know, you, you grow closer. Absolutely. I agree with you. You know, uh, all the team players, all, 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 we all one big family out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Everybody out here is, to me, driver of the year. To me, i tell you the truth, everyone in my book is driver of the year. If I get driver of the year, they get driver of the year. Because you know what? At the end of the day, they're all out here with me, you know? Whoa. <laughs> That's amazing, man. I love yeah. that. That just yeah. goes to show the team, the team mentality. Yeah. Um, you got to have that. You got to have that. I mean, Jordan didn't win championship by himself, you know? He That's sure right. Didn't. He Pippen sure and Rodman didn't. and yeah. you said Kukogs and you were listing them yeah. off. Yeah, you know, and even the coach, Phil Jackson. Yeah. You know, it comes down from the coach. The coach let him do what he had to do. The he Zen master, win. Phil Jackson. Yeah, yeah. He could not win these championships. So if we win, if we, you know, as tropical as Parker, and we're going to go out there to be to aim to be the best, it all comes from all these drivers, all of us. When we go out there, we actually as team teamwork to make everything happen whether it's the skid pump whether it's frank or one of these guys out there we all it's all a team effort everybody chips in we get the job done it becomes easy and everybody plays their part and they be on the same page that's all it is what are now, some of the big lessons you had along the way other than the um, team, of course, the oh. team approach was huge. But what other lessons yeah, well, you're like, man? Because I know you you talked about Lou, you talked about some of your early yeah. mentors, but well, I don't back. know. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just got my lessons. I don't I don't know if I have any. I just I'm just grateful. That's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just grateful. I thank God. I'm a big believer. None of this would be possible without him. So, I yeah. mean, I don't know. You know, so I mean, I don't know. I mean, I didn't even have any lessons like where I have to say, you know, none whatsoever. I'm just grateful. <laughs> Look, that's one of the biggest lessons of them all. If we yeah. can just learn that, I mean, that helps. That helps fight like burnout and all these other things. I mean, I was, I did, so I was just some research on and about gratitude and people that have gratitude actually have fewer trips to the doctor have lower, uh, less heart disease. And there's like all these health benefits associated yeah. with gratitude. So I mean, you pretty much dropped the mic on that one with just like, yeah. what's the lesson? The biggest lesson? Gratitude. Yeah. Be grateful. Yeah. Grateful. That's it. That's all it is. You got to be grateful. Once you wake up, especially right now, you know, all these guys, all my workers out here, we are like frontline workers with these cruise ships and what we going through waking up in the morning with this new um virus and these guys these guys these, all these guys are winners to me to leave their home and leave their family and go out here every day and to be out there to do this job right now down to the dispatch everybody to be out here to do this right now then it's not easy so to me they these guys are all winners man yeah it's it's awesome to have that kind of love for your team and the people in your organization, because you're right. That's what makes them. That's what I mean. Uh, organizations large, you know, you got a team, you got to work together. Cause if you have all these individual contributors, but you don't yeah. have, you know, people coming together, you just won't work as well. And it sounds like you've been able to really 
create that situation. So that's that's terrific. It's kind of hard to be me. I don't know because, I mean, to go out there, to be humble, these guys, I mean, they work perfectly with me and I work perfectly with them. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's being about humbling yourself and, you know, everyone, even if I train the guy, the training, I train these guys and they're humble. If I come in and I see they're doing the work, I back off because I taught them. Mm. So they are me. <laughs> yeah, they are me. So you created me anyways. Yeah, so I'm not going to intervene or, you know, when they're doing something or if, you know, if they're doing, unless it's do, it has to be safe. And other than that, I will not, I will, it's okay, follow. I'll play my position and I come in and we get the job done. Parkland USA is looking for other great drivers just like you, and we are paying you for it. We have an employee referral program that pays drivers for any leads that become drivers for us. Have a friend or family member with a CDL license who'd like to come work for Parkland? Please pass their name and contact information to your dispatcher and people in culture manager. If they get hired, you get paid up to a few thousand dollars depending on the area of the country. You are listening to the Wedding Drive Podcast. Now back to the show with your host, Ben Fanning. So what do you like most? Because you, in addition to your customer service that you got a strong reputation out there, you also got a, a strong reputation around training and mentoring. What do you like most about that? Oh, training? Uh, training is good. Because you got these guys that never did fuel before in their life. They're coming from... I mean, some of them, I've trained person that was a bank manager <laughs> and no he kidding. comes in from a, a bank manager and he never drove a truck before. And I train him from, I'm like, okay, you're a bank manager. Yeah. And he turned out to be excellent. I mean, excellent. <laughs> excellent. <Really? laughs> yeah. how, how long did it take him from, did it take from him coming in on day one to becoming excellent? Um, probably about. Uh, you know, three to four months, three okay. to four months. And then he went on from there and he actually got promoted to a dispatcher. And I was like, wow. And he left though, he started his own business, but he was excellent. You know? And I was mm-hmm. like, wow. I mean, I mean, I was like, wow, Richard is really good. And he came out of school training from school. And, you know, so I mean, he must've been a good trainer. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm I'm actually I'm serious about training because doing what we're doing is not easy, and we just make it look easy sometimes if you get the proper training. But doing it, you can actually get hurt because you're dealing with a pump with pressure. You can get hurt. It's very dangerous mm-hmm. for doing what we're doing, and it, you don't want we don't want I don't want anyone to get hurt. And I believe in if you see something, say something. That's my you know philosophy. I don't, I don't want someone to go home and they lose their eye or whatever, get hit by a pressurized cap, you know? So the training has to be serious. You have to show them what it is. You have to show them the danger into whatever you're doing. And a lot of these guys, and then you have to go into details and in what are you doing? You know, what, 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 what are you doing? You're showing them, okay, what is this? What they want it in detail and show them the danger to it. So, I mean, training is, 
my training is it's serious. You know, it's very serious. Either I'm gonna either you're gonna make it or you don't wanna be here. You you're not really interested, you know. But other than that, if I train you, you're coming out to be good. It's no question about it. I you know, and I'm serious, I'm very serious. We could play around, joke around off the clock or whatever, but when it comes down to work, we have to be serious because it's danger and it could cost the company money and nobody wants no one to get hurt, no one wants to spill. You know, so everything you do in life, you know, when it comes down to it's business, it's not nothing personal, it's business. So you got to take it serious. Yeah, I like that. You know, it really sounds like to me, it's like a higher calling, right? Yeah. I mean, you're really, it's safety, it's people's livelihoods. You're, yeah. you're te- teaching people to do things the right way versus the wrong way. The you know, wrong kind, way. kind of like why you drive in the first place for your family. Another aspect of it, it just really sounds like is like, hey, man, this is the right thing to do to help people to serve uh, and create a safe work environment. So that's that's powerful stuff. If, if someone if someone listening to this today, Dwight, would like to say maybe they've been an operator for a while um, and they'd like to start training and mentoring, what advice do you have for them? Well, I would say um, get to know the individual you're about to train. And find out if their head is, you know, want if they had they want to do this type of job, and then you have to actually show them the danger into this, show them what they need to do not to get hurt, you know, not to get hurt. Show them if they take shortcuts, what not to do. If you take shortcuts, you're going to run into this problem. This is the danger here, and how to do it safe. And go into details and let them know what they, why you're doing it, you know? Because there's people doing things, could be 20 years and 16, 19 years, and they have no clue of what they're doing. And someone just told them to open a valve, and they're mm-hmm. doing it. And they don't have no clue of why. They didn't go, uh, whoever taught them didn't say, hey, this is why you're doing it. This is how it flows. This is what this, this, is what this does. And this is what, if you touch this valve, this is what could happen. You know, so, you, you know, I think when you teach someone in detail and whatever thing, whatever, you, whatever it may be you're teaching them, they understand it more and they know the danger of it, then that's, you know, they're going to, you're going to have someone that's good, you know? Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's great advice for a lot of, even for a lot of, for people in different industries too. It's one thing to just teach people, do this, do this, do this, do this. But to teach them the why behind it why? and help them round out their understanding is the piece that's missing a lot of times. And I love the fact that you're really taking the time with people to teach them the why, teach them the dangers, because those are the lessons that they're not going to forget. No, no. And I don't want them to learn it 16 years from now and when you can, you can actually teach them from now. And in 16 years, it cost them maybe like, oh, my gosh, I was doing it the wrong way. Oh, my gosh, I have this spill. Why did I have this spill? Yeah. What I was doing wrong. They never, they have no clue. They still doing it wrong. And then, you know, so a lot of my, when I teach a lot of these guys and I go into details, they said they want to know. You see that bank guy? He needed to learn it into detail so he could understand. That's what made him great. Hmm. Yeah. So, so what's, what differentiates, so let's go down that road for a second. What's, what differentiates 
a good driver versus a great driver? Um, well, uh, <laughs> not, not having to put any you on accident. the spot. <laughs> yeah, not not having any accident if you could prevent it. But good drivers and great drivers, I don't know. I think, uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard because you know we all. I say we all are great drivers. And I think we, uh, you know, we have to go out there every day and the amount of near misses we have. And once we bring this truck back home safe, we're a billboard, as Dave Gurney would say, we're a billboard going down the road. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I mean, Shout we don't want to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we don't want to have any accidents. So I think we all are great drivers. Once we bring this truck back home safely and go home to our family, we all are great drivers, you know. You know, so the good drivers and great drivers, I, I think we're all good. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't like to separate every, and you know, this guy is good and this guy is not great. I, I think we're all good. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's one thing to do your job, but to do it with a degree of, uh, you just seem to be really thoughtful about how you go about your role, Dwight. Um, yeah. Thanks. I mean, uh, yeah, bring that level of intention to your driving every day and thinking about the bigger reasons, you know, why you drive, but also, you know, why you're taking so much time to train others. That's huge, man. And I, in my mind, the great ones, the ones out there teaching. <laughs> so a good driver is yeah. doing it, but a great one's out there with the intention to teach others and spread the news and, and communicate it like you are. At least that's my and I, opinion. I don't hope you're teaching people, Ben. <laughs> I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. Well, <laughs> you're cracking me up, man. Because you got you got to leave a mark into this world. Yeah, if you're not you teaching, if you're not teaching anyone, well, you got to leave some kind of mark into this world. You know, mm. you have like to that. really. You know, you can't think about yourself, and you know, you got to leave a mark into this world. So you have to, you know, you got to spread the love. <laughs> yeah, I love it. There's a billboard for you. Well, Dwight, <laughs> as we wrap up here, uh, what okay. do you you know? What do you want to tell everybody listening right now? What's the thing that we can talk about that that you want to communicate here? I would like to tell everybody out there: just be safe, and every day you leave your house, just ask God to guide you and protect you and watch over you and bring you back home safe. Beautiful man, couldn't set it better myself. Thanks yeah. for joining us, Dwight. Oh, no. Well, you have a great day, Ben. I guess we'll have and to have you on again soon, especially if you repeat, right? Oh, well, if I repeat, if I re anybody who gets it, it's a repeat to me because, you know, it's all, we all win at the end of the day. It's, oh, wow. You know, yeah, yeah, we all win. No matter what we do, I used to always tell them this, no matter what you do, at the end of the day, they, all they see you are is parkland or tropic oil, so... If you have a spill out there, it's not the white had a spill, it's Parkland had a spill. So at the end of the day, we all won. Always, always won. Your health matters. Sitting all day isn't great for our health, and incorporating physical activity into your day helps counteract that. Our motion program is open to all employees and literally pays you to walk. You earn free money by walking a certain number of steps per day. This money is applied to your HSA bank account and can be used directly to pay for any doctor's visits, prescriptions, 
or anything else you'd use your health insurance for. The maximum amount of money you can earn over the year is $1,100. Many of our employees have lost significant weight, gotten healthier, and even slept better since they joined Motion. Reach out to your dispatcher and people and culture manager for information on how to get started. It's that easy. Thanks for listening to the Winning Drive Podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode soon.